Yo, 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 welcome to Limbros and Limbo. This is Keith. And this is Kelvin. And we just talk about life being Asians. Life being Asians. Yo, yo, the other day my friend came over and like she had a cut in her finger. Like it's a pretty deep cut. Oh, wow. Um, And it was bleeding a lot. She was like... She cut herself at your place or... No, at her place. Oh, She cut okay. herself. Um, Try and cut an apple and she cut herself. <laughs> And then, and then she got a pretty deep, like cut, like not super deep, but like deep enough in a way, like it's bleeding enough to be a little bit scary. Okay. You know what I mean? Like she probably cut a little bit of her meat. Uh, I see. That's why, like, it's like it's definitely a little bit di- deeper. Yeah. Fleshy like, wound, huh? Yeah, but it's not super deep. You know what okay. I mean? Like probably like just a little bit into the meat, a little okay. bit. <clears throat> so I she. She came, she showed it to me, and I was like, she's like, I think I need to get, need to get stitches. I'm like, stitches? I looked at her, I'm like, wait, are you serious? Like, you need to get stitches? Like, it doesn't even, like, ring in my mind, like, oh, wait, like, I'm just being Asian. <laughs> I'm just being cheap. Because, like, when I was growing up, I had, like, a really bad fever, and I honestly just stay at home and just slap and drink water drink water water yeah. body yeah. too heaty <laughs> <laughs> drink, drink hot water <clears throat> drink warm water oh, yes yeah, yeah. not not just water not cold water not hot water warm water <laughs> warm water is the magic medicine you cut your hand drink warm water <laughs> dude so every time if i ever got like a minor flu or anything not mm-hmm. flu but like maybe a minor cold the solution is always drink some pee pa gao. Basically, it's like honey, right? Like yeah, it's kind of like honey. honey. Yeah. At least your mom uses pee pa gao. <laughs> Dude, I didn't like when I was growing up. It's like everything's water, water, water. There was something that was interesting, cause my mom would like have you. Uru, is it called uru or takwa or some some shit like that? Okay. So like they, <clears throat> when I have fevers. Fever, like it's they say, like it's because your body is heaty, and I think it's true. Like, I think it's true. The body is heaty, you have to drink more water, and then, like, you don't need you don't need to take medicine. Like, medicine is bullshit. This is a western <laughs> myth, <laughs> <laughs> yet, they want you to all become doctors. <laughs> yeah, doctors. The only reason why you be a doctor is so that you can take other people's money. <laughs> It's not real. <laughs> like, if you if you grew up Asian, you don't you don't go to the doctors. Like unless you are dying, unless you have a heart attack, you don't go to a fucking doctors. Man. <laughs> um, my mom, she would so like when I have fever, I would drink a lot of water. Like sometimes I get to drink hundred plus or like what do they call it here? Hundred plus. Hundred plus. Uh. Do you know 100 plus? Yeah, it's a sports drink. Okay, I was like, is he Malaysian enough to know 100 plus? <laughs> I, I didn't know it was a Malaysian thing until. Oh, yeah, I, I think it's just an Asian thing. I only see it in Singapore and Malaysia. I never see it anywhere else. Don't mention the S word. <laughs> we don't need to know about that. <laughs> but yeah, 100 plus. 100 plus, I don't think they have anything similar here. Maybe Gatorade, right? But nah, Gatorade is like a low different. level 100 plus. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like a bullshit 100 plus. <laughs> So guys, if you guys have never tried hundred plus before, drink hundred plus. This is not an advertisement. This is just Malaysian. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
This us just being proud of our <laughs> Malaysian products. Proud Malaysian, man. Like, there's so many things in Malaysia that you can't really get outside. And you speak a different language. Even English and Chinese like different as compared to like just normal English. Normal English is so boring. Yeah. <laughs> Say, says this guy. <laughs> and then whenever I show my music, you're telling me like, yeah, this kind of throws me off. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> oh, well, life's tough. Uh, yeah, so my mom would like buy 100 plus for me and then she would use a spoon, a little spoon and just like scratch, like scratch your body. Not really scratch, but it's like plastic spoon. It's not metal spoon. So like, your skin does kind of come off a little bit, but like it's like she does it so hard, and like you actually feel better after that. Yeah. Have you have you ha- had that? Before? Yeah. Like uh, she just scratched me, basically. Like with her finger. Yeah, with her fingers. Really? Yeah, my mom would just scratch me, and I, I don't know. Maybe it's just because like all the pain, all the pain signal in your body is just like. Oh, we need to relieve him. We need to relieve him. So it just sends all these signals, and then you, you just feel better. It's sort of like just because you scratching feels good. Signal. Yeah. Dude, I can't believe your mom doesn't use. <laughs> Maybe your mom uses a different method. I was gonna say, wow, your mom's so cheap. She wouldn't even use a spoon <laughs> to scratch you. <laughs> She's either super hygienic that she wouldn't use a spoon that you use, using a spoon they used to eat and <laughs> to scratch someone's back. Yeah, man. That's how your Asians do it, man. I came from the village. That's how we do it. <laughs> Dude, that's so funny. And then, like, they would grab the nose. Have you done that? I don't think I've done the grab the nose. Wait, maybe expand on it. I might have, but... Okay, so they don't grab the nose, but, like, they grab the forehead with, like, the, the two-knuckle thing and, like, on, on the top of the nose. Oh, like, massaging it? It's not really massaging it. It's, like, they grab it... I think they grab it really hard and, like... Until, like, there's a red spot right here. Huh. I think I do that to myself, sort of, when, <laughs> I, have, when I have stuffy nose or something. Like this? I think I do it just a bit lower. Oh, no, 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 oh, not here, not, no. no. Not here, oh, it's here. Because, like, they say the... 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 The cheese. Cheese spot. Okay. <laughs> the cheese spot is here. <laughs> like, the... Where where the onion is. <laughs> and the red spot. <laughs> <laughs> every time Every time you get fever You go to school And then you just have like A big red spot right there like, And people are like Oh and then <laughs> Dude Good times <laughs> Dude, Dude I miss I'm, I, I always mention about my My Indian friend Yogen Okay Yogen He speaks better chinese than me for real like did you guys grow up together for real for real yeah oh, like wow. we went to the same school he wrote he has better chinese handwriting than me i think when it comes to writing my chinese might have been better now i have now i have no idea but like he spoke chinese with a better accent than i had dang kudos to him man dude and like i remember one time and like he, he used to love chinese girls I think he still loves Chinese girls. Okay. But because he, his entire life, all his friends were Chinese. Like, most of his friends were Chinese. Like, all his best friends, friends, and everyone was Chinese. We spoke Chinese to him. We don't speak English to him. Um, speaking to English to him is actually weird for us. That's, like, how integrated he is with us. And that's so cool. 
That's pretty cool. Have you checked up on him lately? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I don't really catch up with a lot of friends from back home. Like okay. there are a certain group of friends that I am super 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 close with. Like they're like my brothers, and like I, I definitely miss um, my high school friends a lot. But like also at the same time, like when you are growing up, like high school is kind of like a place where you gather. <laughs> You guys didn't really had a choice. Yeah. And now, situational. Yeah, situational. And like right now I do coding stuff. Like talk more about coding, like or like artistic stuff. So like we never really got the chance of like have the same experience to like continue connecting and stuff like that. Yeah. There's like no no reason to reconnect. Yeah, other than like purely because like yo, I appreciate our friendship, that's why I'm reaching out to yeah. reconnect. Um yeah, a lot of the times it's like, oh, I miss you guys. And, like, people are like, what? You miss me? Like, no, I actually do. Th- like, I, I was thinking about you. So, like, just thought I messaged you. Uh, it'd be cool. Um, but, yes, agents are super cheap. We're talking about that. Dude. Was your parents cheap? Okay, so, for me, my parents uh, are divided on this issue. My mom is cheap. And then my dad is more more of a type of person that would rather buy high quality products and only want to buy one time. You know, so he doesn't waste as much money in the long run. So a lot of the things that my dad has is pretty like pretty high quality mm-hmm. and he still uses it to the to this day. And my mom, you know, she she quit her job as a lawyer to take care of the kids. Damn, your mom was a lawyer. Yeah, my that's mom, mom was so cool. And she just after after a thir- her third kid, she decided to be a stay at home mom. And so, wait, wait, which position are you? I'm I'm the oldest. You're the oldest, right? Oldest, yeah. <laughs> so she didn't care about you enough to quit her job. <laughs> <laughs> now you know, Kelvin, <laughs> you weren't important enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, when when I was younger, like both both my parents were in the workforce, mm-hmm. so I would be taken care of by my by my grandmothers. So sometimes I just wouldn't be with my parents, you know. Wait, but you were born here. Yeah, I was I was born here, and then I stayed here for two years. Um, mm-hmm. but they brought my grandma over, so Ooh, that that's cool. she could be my babysitter. That's cool. Yeah, being able to grow up with your grandma is the coolest thing. Yes, it was pretty cool. We have a pretty deep bond. Yeah. Yeah. Does your grandma speak the same language? She speaks a uh, Mandarin uh-huh. to to her grandchildren, uh-huh. but when she speaks to her daughters or son, or any of the older relatives, Hawking. she uses Hokkien. Yeah. Hokkien way. Yeah. Hokkien way. Okay. That's really cool. My grandma is like, Hotchu. Oh yeah. And she only speaks Gutian. Okay. She doesn't speak Mandarin. You can kind of like, like she kind of understands a little bit here and there, like one or two words or three or four words. But she doesn't speak Mandarin. Uh, so I never, I can never have a conversation with her. Oh. In my whole life, uh, even to today, like, I tr- I want to learn. Hot you. But like it's so hard to learn. Yeah, because no one else speaks it except her, right? So you never have the chance to pick anything up. Yeah, but my parents do speak it, but like my parents like 
they're like uh i don't know speaking to you in hot you is kind of weird kind of and i don't know enough to try to initiate conversations so i probably should like try to learn and speak because i do it would be really cool to like learn your grandparents history yeah like before before you were born no like like learn about their whole life uh, instead of like before they, they get pa- too old oh, okay <laughs> You know why I mean? you can still communicate with them yeah yeah like like i told you like how i like talk to my mom about like random yeah <laughs> yeah shit. um so yeah i think like being able to like talk to my grandma and learn about learn about their life because like, everybody has so different lives it's just so interesting to like just like yo how do you like how do you grow up as yeah yo and my grandma is actually a really cheap person too I was about to say, yeah. dude, my grandma's cheaper than my mom. <laughs> <laughs> like, in in my mom's side of the family, mm-hmm. most of a uh, most of her siblings, her sisters and brother, are pretty. Che- well, the brother's not as cheap because he's the youngest. Yeah. So he he spends more money, but he also buys like higher quality items. But the rest of the sisters, they, they they like hate shopping not that they hate shopping but they're not like those types of girls that want to go shopping yeah they rather just buy something and just chill okay that's cool yeah my sisters when i first came when i first started working at microsoft i'll blow it out uh, <laughs> uh when i first started working as a software engineer here uh my sisters I moved here and I was living by myself for the first time, like, because I used to live with my host family. So when I moved here, I lived by myself. I was calling my sister. I was like, yo, I'm thinking of buying pots and pans. <laughs> my sister was like, don't buy pots and pans. Don't buy anything. Don't buy a good bed. Like, just buy cheap stuff because you don't know how long you're going to be there. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, like, why waste money when you don't know if you can keep it forever? And, like, even, like, initially I was like, what the fuck but it kind of makes sense because like my sisters they they don't even have bed frames oh back yeah back in malaysia <laughs> Dang. i didn't have a bed frame until like that's three months true. ago yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy and like dude having a bed frame changes your life yeah it's, it makes sleeping a lot more comfortable dude it's, it's so, so much more sturdy yeah, yeah and like you feel like you're actually lying on something flat in a yeah. way like you remember how I used to put like initially it was on the ground? So on the ground it was yes. okay, but it just looks shabby. Yeah. He kinda looked like a homeless dude or yeah, something. Shit in like your that. first apartment that oh, we yeah. Do, yeah. We would just chill there on your bed in the living room. Dude, that was fun though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we were just like I have like so I have these two futons <laughs> with no what do you call it, the case? Yeah. Yeah, so I have these two futons that I got because I, one, because the case dropped. Dude, I'm just talking about how cheap I am. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I forgot I'm a cheap Asian too. (laughs) I'm like one of the cheapest Asian I've met. Well, yeah, so. It's just just cultural influences. Could you tell that I'm cheap? Uh, I would say you're cheap for yourself. Cheap for myself? Like. In regards of like taking care of yourself, uh-huh. 
but I wouldn't. I haven't seen you being cheap when you treat other people because uh, early in our our relationship, you like offered yeah, to buy. Relationship. I mean, okay, friendship. No, broship. Broship. Brotherhood. Like relation. You, you can. You can be a relationship. I don't mind. <laughs> it is a relationship, right? Yeah, it's yeah, just it not a, not a sexual one, you know. <laughs> Okay then, okay then, okay. Hold your horses, hold. But yeah, you were saying, and you offered to buy boba for me. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're not cheap, you know. It's just, I feel like a lot of Asian people are more willing to spend money on people that they're close to, but they don't spend as much on themselves. They they are more thrifty for themselves. There's not a lot of people do that, like. I think a lot of people are thrifty for themselves because Asian people like money, mm-hmm. as should everyone. They should like money. They should like money. Um, but people also like to be seen as generous and remain as a positive light in other people's eyes, you know? Yeah. So there is a reward for being generous. People... Yeah like you more people are more open to you but being generous with yourself it's hard to see that yeah because if you're generous with yourself what you see is you're quote-unquote wasting money you know true most most people won't see that as rewarding yourself for your hard work yeah dude but rewarding yourself guys if there's one advice in this episode is to reward yourself sparingly. Sparingly? Sparingly. Yeah, don't be like, yo, I don't have $10,000, but I'm spending my money. <laughs> <laughs> gotta treat myself well, you know what I mean? You gotta like treat yourself well if you have the money. Don't owe money. Don't owe money. Don't owe money. And don't gamble. That's what, dude, I don't gamble at all. Like, I was telling, like, we were having that conversation there just now, like, do you gamble? Uh, I gambled once in Singapore at when I was uh staying at the Marina Bay Sands. Oh, so you do? Just once. Oh, just once. But it was more like, okay, I'll treat this as entertainment, so I'll only buy in with a hundred dollars. Okay. And then I lost my chips in like thirty minutes. <laughs> that was it for me. What about during Chinese New Year? Chinese New Year. Uh, Sometimes we play mahjong, uh-huh. and then we use the money that we get from the red packets to gamble. Yeah, which is gambling, but it sort of isn't the money that I earned. Yeah, it was money that was given to me. Yeah, so I treat that as more of a cultural thing, where everyone has fun together, and whoever wins wins, whoever loses. Doesn't really lose. Dude, you know you're Asian when you said everybody should love money. <laughs> <laughs> I don't disagree. <laughs> I think, like, when, when we go to weddings here in America, we have to buy, what, like, buy, buy items for them? Yeah, you have to buy gifts. Like, wedding registry, like, oh, you have to pick the item, like, Dude, I'll just give you money, bro. Like, yeah. Just take my fucking money. Like, why do you want me to make this kind of stupid decision? Exactly. And then sometimes you have friends that give you the same thing. Yeah. So like you get maybe you have 
Adam that buys you a coffee maker, and then you have Kelly that buys you another coffee maker. Why do you need two coffee makers? Wait, I think they changed that process. Like right now, the wedding registry is online, and then the grooms and bride they pick what they need in their home. Okay, that's a smarter way to go about capitalism, man. Yeah, (laughs) trying to sell you shit, dude. Every time I, every time I I go to a wedding, I'm like, I don't want to buy plates for you, man. I want to give you a packet. Yeah, it's. I think it's because um. How we view it is a wedding is like a party, which I think Western culture also views it as a party. But in Chinese culture, we see it as more of we are giving you this red packet as a way for you to cover the cost of planning that wedding party. Yeah. So that you don't actually lose money for hosting such a grand party. True. True, come to think about it, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, oh, if you buy 5%, you should put like $500, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's like an entry ticket. Paying for an entry ticket. Yeah, like what if you're a minimalist? Like if I get married in America and I'm a minimalist, like I'm not going to want shit. Yeah, exactly. Are you going to give me red packets? Like, <laughs> like even during Christmas, like I would tell my grandma, I'd be like, yo, Grandma, I'm coming home, but I don't want any gifts. They're like, what gifts do you want? No, I don't want any gifts. Like, you don't want anything? Like, uh, I have too much shit. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I don't need more shit. <laughs> um, not to say that the things that you give me is shit. Like, I, like the thing is, the problem is, if you gave me that thing, I would cherish it more, which makes my place more cloudier, yeah. and I can't throw that shit away because you. Well, I can't throw that gift away. <laughs> Because you were the one who gave me. Yeah, and then you just start hoarding a bunch of things. And then if you have to up and go somewhere else, it's going to be a hassle just to get rid of it or move it. Does your mom hoard? My mom is a minimalist, I believe. Okay, she, that's good. She's more chill. About, she's more like spiritual. So she s- sort of like runs a temple. So she doesn't really cares so much for materialistic stuff so she doesn't buy or she buys if they, she doesn't need it she sells it yes okay she only buys things that she needs and okay. that's usually just food okay so your mom is like the next level asian the spiritual the next, asian the spiritual the asian. different <laughs> kind of asian <laughs> if if your mom is like my mom oh my mom's like the village asian you know what i mean like i like i'm the village asian like we kind of hoard stuff. That's when you know when you're cheap because yeah. you don't want to sell your shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think my dad is more of a hoarder. Hoarder. He doesn't hoard as much anymore, but he used, he used to. to have a hoarder mentality. Dude, it's kind of funny too. Like my whole life, my aunt and my mom has been the hoarders. I've never really like most of my uncles are like the minimalists. So it's kind of interesting to hear like yo. My dad, my dad is the cheap one, <laughs> but he buys high quality stuff. So. That's what he tells us. <laughs> high, high quality. Every time my mom asks, "Why'd you buy this?" Because it looks good, it feels good, and when I feel good, I am good. <laughs> Dude, your dad is so funny. Dude, I, 
every time you tell me something about your dad, I get like like about what you tell me. Like you can tell me you can say whether you're comfortable talking about it, but like dude, when he thought about that investment plan, I'm like, dude. <laughs> smart ass dad man yeah he he likes to jump on trends you know sometimes it can be detrimental like just following the trend gme <laughs> but this time he he actually mined some ethereum i don't know how much exactly but he did this like starting four years ago so Dude, everyone's hearing this they're like dude your dad's a fucking fucking rich <laughs> dude Ethereum mining for four years, dude. If we start now, four years when Bitcoin is like hundred and fifty six times its price, yo, that'd be so lit. Yo, yo, guys out there, if you're trying to be cheap, yo, don't don't think that oh the time has passed. Maybe maybe the time has passed, but now it's still the early stages, you know. True. You know, you never know when it's gonna boom. Maybe it boomed already. But still, hasn't boomed as much as it potentially could. Yeah, and some like being cheap is good. You know, like I personally still think being cheap is good. Like you save money, so they can invest. What? I I don't think I'm. I think I gotta start being cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> um, but being cheap is kind of good because like you you save more money, you invest more. You can invest more, but if you like save the money and you don't invest, then that's kind of like. It's, it's bad actually because if you just save your money and put it in the bank, inflation, you basically lose money. You're paying yeah. the bank to hold your money. Yeah. Because the inflation rate is higher than the interest rate. Dude, tell me about it. Dude, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's why it's better for you to actually go into debt nowadays in such a. Going to debt. Really? Well, in such. Not like debt, debt, but more so as. You pay for things using credit. Really? Yeah, and then you. Because if you, if you think about it, like if you have a lot of money, and you pay for things with credit, that means you have money that you can use to invest oh, in things, shit. and those investments can yield higher returns. Right now, and then, if you want, you can take out that money and pay your credit. Card, yeah, at whatever due date before uh the interest kicks in, right? So you can basically make money borrowing from people. That's the I don't gamble. I only gamble <laughs> once in Singapore. <laughs> gamble mentality, right there. Yeah. I obviously, can invest yeah. and make more money. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously, you want to be able to take care of all your outstanding debts, like maybe your. Student loans or other. Dude, you're more scary than I thought. You're like, yo, use debt to gamble. <laughs> <laughs> A margins, bro. A margins for that. I don't have fifty k, but yeah, fifty k. But I mean, it generally in that sense, you people usually do that for in business. Yeah. They go into credit. They use credit and invest in their business. True. That's what they do. Yeah. And then they pay it off later on a later date. Like you get loans and shit like yeah. that. Yeah. So you just have to scale it up. Obviously yeah. you don't want like the example I use is more so that people understand how it works. But usually you scale it up. 
Yeah, it's not gambling if you understand the risk. Yeah. And you can navigate through the risk. Exactly. Yeah. And then they have a saying where it's uh if if you owe the bank a million dollars, that's your problem. Mm-hmm. But if the bank if you owe the bank a hundred million dollars, that's the bank's problem. So borrow more money. <laughs> What can they do? Declare me bankrupt? Exactly. Okay. <laughs> it's not my problem. Um, dude, yeah, like, I guess you have to understand opportunity cost. Yeah. It's hard to see. It's so it's hard to see. It's hard to visualize it because it's not tangible. Yeah. And being, like, an agent, like, I grew up in a more, like, low-risk family. Like, most, more agents, like, age, I would say, like, agents are kind of, like, low-risk in a way. Most of them yeah. are like lower risk. They would try to be lower risk. Most of them, of course, of course. There's like gamblers in Macau, Hong Kong. Yeah, yeah, but most most Asians that I know are more. Let's play it safe. Yeah, and like Asian parents are like, yeah, study for like well, not all, but like a lot are like, oh, study well, be a doctor, be an engineer, like don't think about anything else. Don't you don't need to work. You don't need to try to make money. You don't need to have an income. Uh, like wait until you graduate from college, some shit like that. And I had the same. I had the same mentality. Growing up, and I, th- I think I first read about Bitcoin when I was fifteen, so like, eleven years ago, and I thought about buying it. I was like, oh, maybe you can buy this. I I would be interested to see what the hell is this. But I, my mom, like, my parents wouldn't let me work. Well, not to say they wouldn't let me work, but, like, they don't entertain the idea. They don't really entertain the idea. So I didn't work, and, like, I was also, like, taught to, like, not waste money. So, like, being cheap, can't see the opportunity cost. Like, just trying to save money. Or don't even have money. And, like, being a kid, you just, like, want to spend money on, like, buying trading cards and shit. Like, (laughs) (laughs) dude, wasted, man. Yeah, and I also think people don't, a lot of Asians don't value experiences as much because I know a lot of Singaporean friends, or I I know a lot of Singaporeans because I lived in Singapore, Yeah, and whenever it was time for them to enter national service, (laughs) a lot of them, like, complained that going into... Joining the arm, the Singapore Army or Navy, was a waste of time. It was a waste of two years because yeah. that was two years where they could have spent going to college, getting an education, and then graduating with a job. Yeah. So they felt like two years would, was a waste of time. Yeah. But those two years, if you use it well, you can make a lot of comrades or friends. Yeah. Because you guys go through the same struggle. You go through a lot of different exercises overcome obstacles together you're, you're deep in the dirt with other dudes yeah so you can forge lifelong friendships you can create bonds of trust with each other yeah and then you can use that going ahead in the future yeah but people don't see it that way that's why a lot of people just want to cancel it because what's the point dude exactly. that's the point the point is to create relationships with yes people. Dude. So you guys can stick up for one another. Yeah. 
when times hit, like when war comes, you don't just suddenly become friends, you know? Yeah. You need to already have some friends, and then that's more efficient than just suddenly becoming yeah. friends. It's like more of long life brothers and cousins. Yeah. But people don't see it that way. Mm-hmm. They just see it as what it is on paper. Yeah. Oh, it's just time wasted. Two years gone. Could have used that to be a productive member of society. Yeah. You know, like, you're just a cog in the machine. Yeah, who basically. cares? Basically, that's what they're saying, you know. You're just going to make some money. It's not like a lot of money. It's not life-changing money. Yeah. Yeah, I want to join the NS. Like, I really want to join. I didn't get picked, but I really want to join. And my mom was like, no, don't go. You're wasting your time, wasting your money. Wasting, like, wasting your time, which is equals to money. And, like, you have to go bald. Yeah, <laughs> I hair grows back, dude. I remember like my parents would always say like, "Why, why do you go bald?" And like, "No, you can't go bald. No, you can't go bald." Like so ugly, blah, blah blah. And then like when I went to college, I don't live with them anymore. Like I don't, I just don't tell them. I just went bald, <laughs> <laughs> like to the skin bald. Like you've seen that before. Uh, and then like I would come back one day bald, and my mom's like, "Oi, <laughs> goya." <laughs> Where's my son? <laughs> but yeah, do I enjoy being bald? It's nice, especially if the weather is hot and you, you don't have hair. It's so much more cooling than if you had a full head of hair. Yeah, and it's so nice touching your own skin, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's so unbelievably comfortable. Yeah, like people who have been bought before they will, well by choice by People choice who, who have been bought before by choice will probably understand the feeling of like whoa like touching my head is like touching skin but at the same time it feels so good yeah it's like new skin <laughs> hasn't been tainted by the sun yet <laughs> <laughs> hasn't, <laughs> I was gonna say it hasn't been tainted at all like the other skin <laughs> Dude, that reminds me. I have to. Trading cards are like going up in prices right now. Yeah. Some cards. Some old baseball trading cards. cards. Old trading yeah, cards. Yeah. Some old baseball, basketball cards. Pokemon cards. Pokemon cards. Yeah, for real. Dude, I gotta call my mom right now and tell her to not throw my Pokemon <laughs> cards away. If your parents sold like eight, like millions of dollars worth of cards. Yeah, that would suck. Like to know it like if you knew it that would be the worst feeling so it's better to just not know yeah i think I... Th- that for this p- p- particular case ignorance is bliss Dude. <laughs> I-, I gotta call my mom man guys don't be cheap don't be cheap don't don't be cheap invest 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 and like anything can be good like experiences experiences is a good investment or like even things that you like to collect like collect the rare ones, keep it for like twenty years. Who knows? It might cost a million dollars in the future. But guys, we're out of time today. Thank you for tuning in. This is Keith. This is Kelvin. And we are the Limbros in Limbo. Peace out. Adios.